0: Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Sunday afternoon to you. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, who's been in the Triangle for over
1: 17 years as head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I think the winter's finally here, you know. I'm a big warm weather fan myself, but uh, hopefully we can get through it without any... Big yeah, snow events. <laughs> I, I don't know what
0: happened. We turned into Seattle for a, we did. a, a good portion of the week, but uh, it's I, I'm liking the cooler weather still. You know, some people are already complaining that it's too cold, but it'd probably be me. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's uh, but hey. As long as we're alive, man, we're good, right? That's that's exactly it. Well, doctor, man, we've got an interesting topic lined up for the show today, and it's one that I'm fascinated to learn about, and that's periodontal disease. You
1: want to talk about that today? And I'll start off with the basics. What what is that? You know, that's a good question. You know, a lot of people have heard about periodontal disease, but they don't really know. It's kind of a it's kind of a scary. Yeah, term, it sounds scary. It? You know, like you have periodontal disease. Um, it is a silent disease. So, it's one of those diseases that uh, most people don't know they have. If they have it, it's kind of like high blood pressure. Um, you know, if you could have high blood pressure and not have any symptoms, you know, acute symptoms. So, basically what periodontal disease is, is a bacteria that surrounds your teeth that causes bone loss and tissue destruction that holds your teeth in your mouth. So, over a period of time, if the disease goes untreated with this bacteria, then you, you, you lose your teeth. So... Um, but but the disease itself is caused by a bacteria, and, and that's basically what periodontal disease is, is a a disease around the tooth. Not in the tooth, but around it. Okay. Well, you, you said it, it sounds scary, but that description also
0: sounds scary. So tell yeah. me a little bit more about this bacteria. What, what does that do?
1: Yeah, and, and really, the bacteria is the culprit, and there's not just one bacteria. You know, our mouth is a gateway. You know, the foods that we eat can affect our health, um, but also... You know how we keep our teeth in, in our mouth clean and how we keep certain bacteria at certain levels play a big part not only in our mouth but also in our overall um, digestive system as well as our health. So, um, what we eat also affects this bacteria, um, but uh, it basically um, comes down to certain bacteria that cause periodontal disease, and these bacteria fall into uh, high. Uh, moderate and low as far as the amount of destruction they can do. And so there's about uh, 12 to 15 common bacteria that we see that cause destruction. Okay, Some of them like each other, and they can't cause destruction of the, of the bone and the gums unless they have each other. But some of them in the high category um, can cause severe um, destruction around the teeth and fast, so you can skip the dentist, go to the dentist for a few years, and you come in and you have severe bone loss around your teeth. Um, and that's in the high category. And um, these that are in the high category um, are usually what we call anaerobic bacteria. They do not like oxygen. Mm. Okay, So they can survive without oxygen. You don't have too many cells and too many things in your body and even bacteria that can't survive without oxygen. But these um, bacteria use the tartar it builds up on our teeth and other bacteria to form a house around themselves. I kind of tell people to vision it like a beehive. Um, they live in this beehive, and they have these protectors that they send out to eat our immune system and to try to block our immune system from from eating them. And um, that beehive has different workers. They have one that's tissue destruction, one is to, to protect that beehive. Um, but that's basically what we see under a microscope is we see a big – Amount of these bacteria form together to cause tissue destruction. And they do not like um, oxygen, so they form this barrier around them so that oxygen can't come in. And they get into places where blood flow, it, it, there's no blood flow. Well, guess what? When there's no blood flow, that's what you don't have. You don't have your immune system. It's right. very hard. So um, those bacteria that are the most common that we see are anaerobic, which don't require oxygen, and facultative, which means they can go back and forth between oxygen. And non-oxygen, which is, is kind of scary in itself too, because they can go either way. So um, those are or those are the bacteria. So in saying this, I don't, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, gross people out. But but everybody has these in their mouth. Okay. The question is how much they accumulate in their mouth and around the teeth determines whether it turns into what we call a chronic periodontal disease. Yeah, and man, that
0: that's a, again, that kind of sounds scary, you know. If you were drawing up a, a supervillain of the mouth, you know, something. It's that a could, super <laughs> something that could do that. And you
1: know, I tell people, you know, with, with periodontal disease, you know, most people think of diseases in the mouth. They think of cavities, you know, decay. Right. I'm going to lose my teeth. Uh, most people think from decay or breaking of the teeth greater than anything else. The number one cause of tooth loss in America and the world is periodontal disease. That's interesting because you you don't hear
0: that again. You when you think of tooth loss or or decay, you think of cavities and not periodontal disease. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Why why do we not hear about this as much?
1: Well, we're starting to more and more, but um, you know, I I think um, you almost have to seek it out, you know, because it's not really taught in in about uh, you know diseases that we learn in grade school and even some of the things that we learn in high school. Some of these diseases like influenza and pneumonia and things like that. But it's probably, uh, you know, they say that up to 75% of the population has periodontal disease, some form of it. Now, it could be mild, moderate, severe, which is how we basically categorize it. But these bacteria are common in everybody's mouth. So, you know, you, know, you can spread the disease, you know, through eating after someone, kissing. You can, you can spread it to your offspring, these bacteria. So pretty much everyone has it. Now, the question is, um, you know, is the individual taking the the necessary steps to keep this bacteria at bay and that's where um, it proliferates if they, if someone's not doing that.
0: Well, I want to learn about those steps and I'm sure uh, everyone else does too. So we'll get to that in just a bit. I want to remind everyone that if you're interested in setting up an appointment to see Dr. Mann, you can visit smileman.com. That's smileman.com, man with two n's. You can also call the office at 919-462 9338. Dr. Mann has two wonderful offices, one in Cary and the other in Garner. That phone number again, 919 462 9338. We're going to continue our conversation on periodontal disease and we're going to get into how it's treated and how you can stop this scary bacteria in just a bit. Stick around, you're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Dr. Charles Ashley Mann here with me. I am Jason Kong, and we're talking all about periodontal disease here today. And, Dr. Mann, you sort of went over the basics on what periodontal disease is and the the bacteria that's involved and the different, uh, I guess, levels of bacteria that you can have. But, um,
1: okay, well, how does does this form? You know, how how does this bacteria start to form? So what happens is, you know— when a person goes for a period of time, no matter how uh, good of oil hygiene they have, they we build up um, tartar on our teeth. Okay, so the things that we eat um, form plaque, uh, which plaque is a, is really a bacteria in itself, and that plaque accumulates within minutes after we brush our teeth, and that plaque is almost like a film, you know, like a coating that comes on your teeth. Um, that over time. Um, it tends to become calcified. And that's where the term tartar, or what we call calculus or calcium that, that attaches to the teeth, forms. Now, why do we preach so much? Hey, you got to go to the dentist every six months. Well, there's two reasons. Okay. The main reason is to get that tartar off and to stir that bacteria up. Remember how I said earlier in the show that it forms a barrier around itself? almost like a beehive and it sends out the fighters to keep the immune system from from coming in. Well, guess who can break it up? The the dentist. So when you come into the dental office, those, those tools that we use, we get slightly up under the gum line and around the teeth to break up that, uh, you know, that, that amount of bacteria that is formed. And what that allows is once we break that barrier, it allows the immune system to come in and, and heal and kill that bacteria. So what does that mean? Well, the longer you go without seeing a dentist, the greater and harder it is for your immune system to come in and fight that uh, bacteria because it's slowly changing from what we call the good bacteria, the mild, moderate ones, into the very severe ones that we talked about. And um, so that's basically how it forms, not getting your teeth clean and visiting the dentist um, uh, over a period of time. It also can form... Um, Two, by just having poor oral hygiene. Someone that has good oral hygiene at home, um, they can go a a little bit longer uh, of not seeing the dentist than someone who has very poor oral hygiene before they get periodontal disease. So, um, But everyone will eventually get it if they don't get the tartar off their teeth and that bacteria is not stirred up under the gum line. Gotcha. So in
0: terms of prevention, really just visiting the, the dentist is, is the way to go.
1: Visiting the dentist once every six months if you have a healthy mouth. If, if you're prone to periodontal disease if, or you've already had it, once uh, every four months. So an extra visit every year um, is, is what's recommended. Um, but yes, I mean, that's that's the only way to prevent it. And of course, you know, flossing and using the oil um, hygiene, uh, things like uh, a water pick, um, to get in between the teeth in addition to brushing well is going to keep that bacteria level down. And that's really the key. You know, We have good bacteria in our mouth and we have bad bacteria. Okay? If we let the good uh, bacteria control our mouth by the things we eat, uh, by uh, you know, keeping the bad things away like sugar and acid, if we keep those, those, those good bacteria up, our chances of getting oral disease goes down. And it's the same way in our gut tract, you know. When we eat sugar, when we eat bad things um, that we know, like a lot of carbohydrates, our our um, our digestive tract doesn't like it. Or our mouth the same thing. It's the first part of our digestive tract, you know. Our saliva starts breaking down food. Our our teeth start start breaking down the food. So I always tell people to consider your mouth a part of your digestive tract and treat it like like that, you know.
0: Yeah, that makes plenty of sense. Uh, th- this is kind of a random question, but I always see on TV commercials for mouthwash, and they say, mm-hmm. you know, it kills 99.9% <laughs> Nine percent. of bacteria. Yeah. Is, is, does that relate to periodontal disease? Is, is mouthwash effective, or is that referring to something else? Well,
1: there are certain ba- um, there are certain uh, rinses that we incorporate when we treat people with periodontal disease um, that are not over-the-counter, but, but that we, you know, prescription-based. Um, a lot of your um, common uh, mouth rinses are alcohol-based. I try to tell people to shy away from alcohol-based because it can kill some of the uh, bad bacteria we're talking about, but also um, it can dry your mouth out and prol- proliferate others. So, um, And it all, it's only, only going to kill those bacteria that it comes in contact with. It kills 99.9% of the bacteria that it comes in contact with. Okay, so if that bacteria has surrounded itself Hmm. so that it can't, uh, you know, be affected by this uh, with that coating that we talked about, then no, it doesn't kill that bacteria because nothing will. It's hiding in that tartar and it's hiding way up on your gum line and that mouth rinse will not get to it.
0: Gotcha. So let's say that uh, it turns out that you do have periodontal disease. What what does the treatment look like? What are your options after you find out?
1: I've got it. One of the things I like to say, hey, if you haven't been to the dentist, you're probably thinking right now, hey, you know, how do I know if I've periodontal disease or not? It's probably hard for someone to tell. Um, how we determine if someone has periodontal disease is um, when when they come in, we measure around their teeth. We measure what we call the pocketing around their teeth, and that's where the gum meets the tooth. A healthy mouth will have one, two, and three millimeter pockets. Everybody has pockets. When they start increasing to four, five, and six, along with bleeding, that's when we know, hey, you've got the beginning stages. Okay. Anything above a five or six, then you're starting to get into the advanced stages of periodontal disease. So we, um, in our office, you know, do it every single time someone comes in f- for cleaning because it can, you know, w- we want to stay on top of it. We want to get it when it's in the fours. And um, the first stage of it is called gingivitis, and a lot of people can recognize this first stage because it's a lot of bleeding. So if you brush your teeth and and floss, and then you spit blood, you've got you've got the beginning stages, or more. Even you could even have advanced stages of periodontal disease. Um, it's not because you flossed your teeth and you cut your gums. <laughs> you know, it's because your gums are inflamed usually, and. Um, so i, I would that is one of the first signs I like to talk about that um because people one of those signs the other the other um common term that we've heard is long in the tooth. Have you ever heard that yeah, yeah yeah and the reason why people say that is that person's long in the tooth when they t- when they refer to gum disease is because the gums recede when you lose bone, your gum follows that bone, and so it exposes more your tooth and makes a person look long in the tooth, and so that's a common term that a lot of people have heard throughout their life from their grandparents or great grandparents that have that have followed us he's long in the tooth and that's the reason why now we know (laughs) that makes perfect sense well i've got more questions for
0: you related to periodontal disease dr mann but we've got to take a break so we'll get to those in just a bit stick around you're listening to teeth talk with dr charles ashley mann on news radio 680 wptf Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry talking all about periodontal disease here today. And Dr. Mann, we sort of went over uh, the treatment that's involved with periodontal disease um, and we we learned that this has to do with um, bone loss. So um, is it is it safe to assume that there's really
1: no reversing the effects of Periodontal disease. Yeah, yes, that's that's safe to assume. You know, um, the treatment aspect basically is is coming in to to the dentist and um, getting that bacteria and that tartar that we talked about that that builds up under your gum line out from under your gum line, and so it does take uh, quite a few visits depending on how severe your case is. Uh, if you catch in the early stages, like the gingivitis stage, usually one extra visit. Um, we'll get your teeth back if you, you know with good home care, back to normal. Get your gums back to normal, but uh, if it's in the advanced stages, sometimes it takes three, four visits, two weeks apart, to get that bacteria count down so that your immune system can um, can uh, take over. And that's one of the things that um, we do in our office. Um, we do something called a spit test, and we send it to a company that does an oil DNA test. And what they do is they tell us exactly which bacteria bacteria that we're looking at that are causing the periodontal disease and we can attack that specific bacteria you know in the past we've gone in and we've just cleaned the teeth and we're like oh we hope we hope it works but there's you know 25 to 30 percent of the people that it comes back really quick and the reason why is because they have something called a refractory high refractory bacteria that is in their um, biological spit and that will return really quick if we know that ahead of time then we can have that patient come in more often to have their teeth cleaned, and then and then it never returns. So we also incorporate that as well um, into the treatment. But um, the bone w- w- will not regenerate unless you get certain specialized treatment. There is um, ver- uh, different types of bone loss uh, with, with periodontal disease. There's something called a vertical bone loss, and then there's a horizontal bone loss. With h- vertical bone loss, we can get some – bone reconstruction w- when we do something called laser treatment, okay? And we use lasers to go in and uh, biostimulate the bone and the surrounding tissue so that the bone will actually fill in where that vertical defect is and also will stimulate the tissue to reattach to the tooth so that those pocket depths decrease. So, yes, there is a little bit, but it is um, it is a specialized treatment. Um, and, you know, the specialty in uh, in the treatment of periodontal disease, is called is a periodontist. So, if you see a periodontist as you're riding down the road, they specialize in treating gum uh, disease as well as other gum-related um, cosmetic procedures and things like that. So, but they do a really good job with lasers in getting some bone back. But you can only get so much back. Um, very little, I would say, about two millimeters maybe. Uh, and if you've lost six to eight millimeters of bone. Um, you know, you need a certain amount of bone. It's your foundation. I always tell people your bone around your teeth is your foundation for the house. Okay. You can put a $10 million house on a foundation that's infested with termites. And guess what? The $10 million house is going to fall in. Yeah. Eventually. If you don't get, if you don't treat the termites, look at periodontal disease much like that. It's, um, the bone is your foundation and that periodontal disease is attacking that foundation.
0: That's a good analogy, and that ana- the uh, analysis tool that you mentioned—that sounds fascinating. Of getting uh, the saliva uh, tested, because yeah. uh, man, that's that's a, a super cool thing.
1: It is, and it's you know it's it does help us and the patient significantly know what we're dealing with. You know, um, periodontal disease comes in many forms. Um, hey, if you haven't been to the dentist in a long time, um, some people you clean their teeth and they respond really good and they're back to normal again. Other people just struggle their whole life, and that those tests, that oral DNA test, will, will, will give us a great picture as why certain people struggle and certain people don't.
0: Yeah, and so
1: it, you mentioned certain people are certain people more prone to periodontal disease than others. Absolutely, there is a genetic factor uh, that we know, and we can do that through the oral DNA too to see if you have the gene that increases your risk for periodontal disease. Um, But, yes, I think some of it has to do with, A, is that bacteria passed down from your offspring, you know, from your mom or your dad? And, B, you have that genetic factor that your immune system can't fight that type of bacteria. So, um, But that's only about 25%. I always tell – studies show that that if you have the genetic probability for certain diseases, um, 75% of it is environmental, the other 25% genetic, you can overcome – that twenty five percent, with the how you can treat your body environmentally. So, um, the the thing I tell people, yeah, smoking is probably one. of You have a ten times greater risk for getting periodontal disease, and we can't just include tobacco anymore. We also have to include cannabis now. I mean, it's a popular thing that's growing. We just saw it in, in the election and everything. And, and you know, sixty five percent of the of the population feel like it should be legalized. So, you know, there's quite a few people that are smoking it even illegally here, but I like to talk about it because, um, vape vapes and all those things do increase your risk. And the reason why is because they, um, make the capillaries that are around your gum lines, um, um, uh, retract away basically. Okay. And what carries your immune system is blood flow. And so those capillaries have that immune system, and it's carrying that blood up to that bacteria. So what we find, believe it or not, in smokers, heavy smokers, is we go in and we don't see a lot of bleeding, but we see a lot of pockets. And a lot of people at first are like, wow, I don't have any bleeding. That's great. Well, the reason why you don't is because you're a smoker. So smoking is one. Um, bad oil hygiene is another one. Um, there are certain foods that you can eat that can stain your teeth a little bit quicker, which can cause um, the tartar to build up uh, quicker. Um, but some of the good things that you can do is, um, you know, probiotics. Just like remember, it, it is part of your digestive system. So we use um, we use Vora Pro in our office, which is a specific mouth-oriented probiotic. So it has all the good bacteria in it to help you overcome the bad bacteria that causes periodontal disease. That's interesting. So
0: if if you do nothing, if you just let the periodontal disease run rampant and you haven't visited a dentist in years, what's, what's the worst-case scenario? Do you lose your teeth? What happens?
1: You will lose your teeth, yeah. I mean, there's no question that periodontal disease, if you don't visit the dentist, the chances of you keeping your, your teeth for the rest of your life— um, are, are slim if you're just sporadically coming to the dentist. And, you know, again, that is not account the fact that, you know, the whole decay uh, and, and carries uh, factor that we've talked about in past shows. But periodontal disease is the fastest way to lose your teeth because usually when you lose your teeth um, with periodontal disease, you're losing a lot of your teeth. You're not, you know, with, with decay, you could lose one because you have deep decay and go in and put fillings in, in the other ones and save those. But with periodontal disease, when that bone gets down to a certain level and you don't have the support anymore, all your teeth, you know, usually, um, uh, take, take, take the brunt of it. Um, so, uh, we, we end up extracting more and doing dentures more on periodontal disease than any other, uh, disease state that comes into our practice. Um, but, uh, the other, the other thing is, uh, the whole body approach that that we've talked about in the past. But periodontal disease is one of those um, beginning curses for heart disease. And if you go to the American Heart Association website, it'll, t- it'll tell you how arterial buildup begins. And it begins with the bacteria that we're talking about right now that causes periodontal disease, getting into your bloodstream, and going and finding the creases of the inner uh, walls of our blood vessels and our arteries. Okay, And they find these creases because they know, hey, guess what they don't like? They don't like oxygen. So the body has a really hard time killing it because it gets where the blood flow can't get to. So our bodies are very smart. So it sends out a little sticky-like substance, like soap, and it sticks to it. And then when you eat uh, fat, it sticks right and causes arterial buildup.
0: Yeah, man, that's – uh, that's another scary factor. And if you haven't been checked out or visited the dentist uh, in, in the usual six-month time frame, please give Dr. Mann a call, 919-462-9338. Schedule an appointment. Uh, you've got nothing to lose. And, uh, boy, if you can prevent some of these uh, effects and uh, the, the domino effects that could be caused by periodontal disease, be well worth it, 919 462 nine three three eight you can also go online to smileman.com that's man with two ends. smileman.com dr man has two wonderful offices one in Cary at 315 east chatham street the other in garner off of highway 70 dr man we got to get out of here but what do we have on tap for next week
1: we are going to be talking about clenching and grinding of the teeth you know a lot of people do it and they don't even know it because they're sleeping.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. We look forward to that, and we hope you'll join us at that time as well. It's Sundays at 430. It's Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great day.